Welcome to your Lot and Parcel podcast. Our mission is to emphasize the importance of preserving historic landmarks for future generations, mental health, physical well-being, and a safe family home environment. We value your monetary support. Here's your host, Benjamin F. Diaz. My guest today defines food addiction and clearly says that food addiction can be overcome. It does not have to be so destructive. Her desire is for us to learn from her personal experience of struggling with food addiction and how to take control of your life and where we need to begin. She is a Harvard-educated author of 40 picture books for children, including I Want to Be Famous and Let's Appreciate Everyone. These are books to keep your family and friends physically, emotionally safe and healthy. Let's welcome her to our show, and I will pronounce her name in Hebrew. Here she is, Bracha Get. We are talking about food addiction today in today's program. It is complex. It is a difficult uh, problem, and many times it does require special attention or treatment. And I'm glad to have Bracca Getz on the show to help us unravel the issue of food addiction. And Bracca, tell us about yourself and as an author, uh, your passion and your purpose, if you would, please. Okay, sure. My pleasure. So, well, I'm, I'm the author of 40 books that help children's souls to shine. And um, I, that's the umbrella. That's the umbrella that covers everything. Because, I mean, some of my books are like, let's stay healthy for children. So what does that have to do with helping your soul to shine? It actually has a lot to do because if we don't have healthy bodies, that I mean, basically, healthy bodies help our souls to shine. Absolutely. Without that, it's really hard. And I mean, I have even books about preventing abuse of children. I have books about how to interact with better with children that have disabilities, teaching children guidelines that they may have never learned. Because in general, children with disabilities are the loneliest children. Um, yes. They they like. Um, they don't get invited to play dates as much or parties, birthday parties. So when we teach children how to interact, they, they don't feel so uncomfortable. And one of the things is um, usually when you see a child with a, an, a clear disability, a visible disability, mm -hmm. children stare. And that makes sense because they're curious. But we say in the book, you know, there's another five letter word that also begins with the letter S like stare. And that word is smile. Mm. So if you, if you can remember to smile in addition to staring, even if you stare, add your smile and that's how you form a connection. That's the beginning of helping the other child's soul to shine and it helps your own soul to shine. Yeah. So um, yeah. So a, a lot of my children's books are about, spiritual concepts like the invisible book it talks about all the things we believe in that are invisible like um there's gravity there's time there's feelings there's thoughts 
There's the wind, you know, electromagnetism. How can a magnet pick up a paperclip? And yet we find it hard to believe that we are also invisible spiritual beings. We all have, we're all invisible souls, actually. So the book explains that we believe in all these other invisible things because we see their effects. The same thing with our souls. We see the effect that our souls have in this world. And so we can understand it's not that far-fetched to accept that we too are invisibly spiritual beings. So, so I write about all these like deep kind of complex topics and I simplify them in a joyful way so children can absorb them and they don't have to play catch up the rest of their lives. If they can get these concepts early in life, lives can be more joyful. Absolutely. No, I absolutely agree with you. I, uh, when you speak of invisible things, you see their effects. I mean, uh, you look at the, the wind. Uh, you can't see the wind, but you can see the trees dancing up there, you know, and the trees just because of the wind, you know. So it's there is a definite effect, and I can appreciate that. What's uh, what's the website? Where can we find these books? Oh, so my children created the website, getsbookshops.com, and gets is G-O-E-T-Z, getsbookshops.com has all my books. And if you want to buy them through Amazon, you can get them through Amazon there too. Um, yeah. My goodness, 40 books. Uh, you also wrote a memoir of your experience growing up with the uh, the issue of food addiction. Um, before um, I have you explain or help us to appreciate that, tell us, uh, are, are there any current food addiction statistics that underscores our visit today? That's a great question. You know, before the pandemic, yeah. the CDC, they estimated 73% of U.S. adults were overweight. Yeah. I, that is so huge, with over 40% of that 73% being obese. Yeah. I mean, that is such a huge number, and that's before what they call the pandemic, you know, when people gained weight just staying yes, home. Yes. So, so it's it's absolutely huge. Um, you can say, um, is everyone overweight have a food addiction? Not necessarily, but it's it's an addiction is when you do you engage in a behavior compulsively, mm-hmm. even though you know it causes you harm. You're, you're aware that it's causing you harm, but you still engage in that behavior compulsively. That's an addiction. So I, I think most people that are overweight would agree that they are compulsively overeating and they realize that it's having a bad effect on their health. Absolutely. In fact, uh, you mentioned about the pandemic. I, in fact, I know uh, some of uh, my close friends and did have a problem. Uh, they were just sequestered you know for so long i mean what do you do you eat <laughs> so you know and, and, and it's unfortunate uh, but uh, i think uh, when we speak about food addiction are we really talking about a chemical addiction when we speak about food addiction what do you think that's that? a great question this is my understanding and mm-hmm. that's what i'm really devoted to sharing now mm-hmm. is that 
there's an emptiness inside that we're trying to fill. And the, the more a person feels empty, the more desperately they try to fill it with externalities. So let's say uh, there's a show called My 600 Pound Life. Yes. And the people, they all say the same thing. Food is the only thing that's bringing me pleasure. Mm. So, so the answer is fill your life with more and more other pleasures. When food becomes the only pleasure, it's such an easy pleasure. It's such an easy to access pleasure for most of the people in the developed world. And it might not be um, the greatest food that's accept, accessible, like in food deserts, Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, junk food is the most most easily acceptable, accessible food yes. when really the natural foods are the healthier foods and the best way to go. But but people tend to they get pleasure, immediate pleasure from food. Mm-hmm. Now, now, natural foods that exist in the world, the whole foods, they were designed with infinite intelligence and infinite loving kindness to be delicious and nutritious for us. But the junk food is designed to be delicious and addictive. It's actually designed to make us want to keep eating more and more because it doesn't contain the nutritious elements that actually fill us up. Mm -hmm. Like to make the junk food, they extract the fiber, they extract the nutrients, they extract the protein, they extract the uh, fiber, the water content, all the good stuff that we need to absorb. And they put in unnatural amounts of sugar and fat and salt that don't occur in nature. Mm-hmm. And these things, when, when, when our brain, like you were saying, a chemical response, when our brain experiences these enormous amounts of sugar and fat, um, it, it goes into like, whoa, it, it has the same effect. The studies research has found it is it has a more similar effect to cocaine mm-hmm. and to cigarettes than it does to eating an apple or an orange. Interesting. It has, so it, uh, yes. it induces, uh, I would think, the hormone called dopamine. Right? Yes. And yeah. The yeah. more, the more you want that—the pleasure, the happiness that comes from that. Exactly. And we were meant to have pleasure in life. Yes. In other words, all these natural foods that we have were designed to give us tremendous pleasure, but instead of eating an orange, an orange is first of all think about its genius. Mm-hmm. It's green. It's green. It's camouflaged in with the leaves until it's ripe and ready for us. And then it calls. It turns bright orange like an apple to bright red. And it calls, we're ready, we're ready. And then you can yes. eat it. Yes. And, and then, and so it's beautiful to look at. It smells beautiful. It's great to touch. And then the juiciness is kept inside for months with the peel. And inside are the seeds of eternity it becomes a tree mm-hmm. it becomes endless amounts of oranges just keep reproducing from that tiny seed so it's like the most amazing mindful spiritual experience to eat an orange with gratitude you know but 
Then there's an orange flavored tangy taffy that's made in a factory. You know, you、mm-hmm. throw away the wrapper as opposed to the peel, and the wrapper just pollutes the environment. It's like it's it's day and night. It's it's designed with greed as opposed to being designed with loving kindness to to nurture us both physically and spiritually.、Mm-hmm. So so the more we fill our lives with the natural pleasures, like natural foods and And movement, and dance, and being in nature—all the and music—bring more and more natural pleasures into our life. That fills us up, and then the less we crave the the junk food, the addictive junk food that make us makes causes us to overeat. And it's you know, it, we don't have to blame ourselves because the food was actually designed that way. It's not really our fault. When we overeat it, because that's it was made to chemically have that reaction in us. Yes, I can appreciate what you're saying,、uh, uh, Brecca. I grew up out in the country, farms and so forth. My dad, he was a, vita, a viticulturist. He would grow grapes, a variety of grapes. And when the harvest season, I couldn't wait. I mean, they had different varieties. I mean, we had. He had hundreds and hundreds of acres of that, and、uh, I think of what you're saying there.、Uh, oranges,、uh, apricots, was,、uh, apricots were one of my favorite、uh, fruits.、Uh, so anything natural is 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 the way to go. But you know, some are just stuck stuck with、uh, synthetic or processed foods. So how do you break that? Yeah, you just do it <laughs> as、um, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, you know the head of Amazon. He's got a、yes. great quote. He says,、yeah. "Everything big that I've accomplished in my life,、mm-hmm. I started doing in a little with a little effort.、Mm-hmm. It's just a tiny effort. Start with one orange. Start with one apricot. Start with one amazingly sweet date. It's sweeter. A date, oh my gosh, or a watermelon is sweeter、oh, than yes. Yes. any candy bar. This is all available." When you want sweetness in your life, there are other ways to get it than the, eating the whole box of chocolate chip cookies or the whole container of ice cream. You know, it it makes you want to just keep eating it because that's how it was designed. But there are so many natural these natural things that were created to actually nurture us physically and spiritually. When we eat these things, we're filled with gratitude afterwards. When we eat like the whole box of chocolate chip cookies, we don't feel gratitude after that. No, we feel emptier even than when we started. I think so. Yeah, I agree with that. So、uh, a little bit at a time. So what's the expression,、uh, Branca?、Uh, inch by inch is a cinch. Is that is that, <laughs> is that how it goes? <laughs> yes, and enjoy it. Enjoy、Absolutely. every inch. That's、mm-hmm. it. Enjoy every orange. Enjoy every dance. Just get up and stretch. I say. When you feel like overeating, you say, "Is it my body that's hungry or my soul?" In other words, if I eat seventy-five more pieces of this cake, will I then feel full? Will I then feel grateful? You know, you won't. So, it's it's your. What happens is, the neurons are firing in the brainstem in the. In the most immature part of our brain, the fear and flight. Let's say we're feeling estranged. We're feeling 
bored, we're feeling anxious, and it's a, oh, eat something, then I'll feel better. So Mm -hmm. you just keep going. But then you ask yourself that question, is it my body that's hungry or my soul? And you ask it with loving kindness. And with compassion, you answer. Then the neurons, they fire, they, they move from back brain to your prefrontal cortex. They move to the front of your brain. And you can actually think. And you say, oh, it's my soul that's hungry. Really, I just want more sweetness in my life. I want more pleasure. I want more lasting pleasure. What can give it to me? What's given it to me in the past? So you think about it and you can stand up and stretch. You can open the window. You can feel the breeze, feel the sunshine on your face. You could, you could text a friend and say, just leave a message. You don't even have to talk. Just say, what do you appreciate about them? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, like the bag of potato chips, it won't be calling your name anymore. You're in a different place. And what I learned about, which really changed my life, is the pleasure ladder. There's, there's five rungs on the pleasure ladder. Mm-hmm. So the lowest rung is all these things we just talked about, all the natural pleasures. And what's, what's a more lasting pleasure than that is love. And love is, is, is an empowering love. It's not waiting for someone to call you. It's you focusing on the virtues of another. What do you appreciate about someone else? So even if you were in prison, you could think about a grandmother that once did something for you and you have a warm, emotional feeling of, you feel uplifted, you feel nourished in your body and your soul. And um, you have the encouragement that you need to do something good. So that's love, focusing on what you appreciate about someone else, which you can bring into your life at any moment. And, and you can bring in the lowest level of pressure, pleasure at any moment. It's totally empowering with your focus on gratitude. It's all gratitude. The third level up the pleasure ladder is meaning, doing something good and meaningful in the world. And above that is creativity, putting a unique part of yourself into the world. When you're doing something creative, you don't feel like eating or sleeping. You're, you're on such a high, mm-hmm. a natural high. And the highest level of all is transcendence. And that's when we recognize each level up is a greater level of connection. In transcendence, we recognize how we're all connected and we're all connected to source. We're all connected to source energy. And it's also, it's when we lift the veils of separation between us and and we also, um, we transcend our own limitations. It's like mm-hmm. we, we make a crack in a bad habit or crack in an addiction. It's the most liberating feeling there is. You are listening to your Lot and Parcel podcast. Please tell a friend and support the educational program by leaving us a rating or review. We thank you in advance. In this segment of our show, we're talking about what it takes to overcome food addiction. My guest is a prolific writer, educated at Harvard University in Boston, Massachusetts. You no doubt are finding many takeaways in today's program. 
She offers consultation, coaching, and a presentation, if so desired. You will find access to her and her books by clicking on the link found in the show notes. Here she is again, pronounced in Hebrew, Braha Get. Very good. So you start uh, a little bit at a time. And, um, of course, uh, you indicated the, 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 you said there were five, five ladders, right? Five, five, five rungs on the pleasure ladder. Yes. yes. We could, we could be on these rungs at any time. And there's, there's only one price to pay to climb the rungs. And that's gratitude. Mm -hmm. That's it. Gratitude is what gets us to each level of joy. We overeat from a sense of scarcity. There's not enough pleasure in my life, so I better stuff this all down my throat right now. <laughs> instead, instead, it's the sense of abundance. The pleasure ladder gives us a roadmap. There are all these pleasures available to me right this minute. I could choose any one of them and, and I can bring joy into my own life, not dependent on anybody else. It's a total feeling of empowerment because many of this disordered eating comes from a feeling of not being in control in life. Mm -hmm. So here, regain the control. You're in control of bringing joy into your life at any moment. And you can do it through gratitude through any of these, any of these levels that bring joy into your life. And so being grateful, um, more positives and negatives, you have to focus on the positives. Um, um, so when we speak of food addiction, uh, Braca, um, is it tied in with uh, anorexia or bulimia? Is, is it safe to say that or, or not necessarily? Yes. Well, what I was suffering from was um, um, fluctuating between anorexic kind of behaviors of yes. intense dieting and then or binge eating. And this is very common, which I didn't know at the time. I thought I was the only one suffering like that, you know, mm -hmm. but like but like you would fluctuate between intense dieting and then intense binge binges and then you feel badly after the binge. So then you diet and then you dieting mm -hmm. so restrictively that you go back to binging. And it's the most it's a horrible way to live. It's intense suffering and it's really a life of imprisonment that, that, that all addictions are a life of imprisonment. Yes, yes, I agree with you. So if I were to become a little analytical about myself, what would I look for, uh, symptomatically speaking, to, to, to determine um, whether I have an eating disorder like that? That's a great question. You know, they say that that Another definition of an addiction is when your life becomes unmanageable. That's when you have an addiction. Mm. And many people don't want to admit that their life is unmanageable. Like many people who are drinking a lot, they call it gray drinking. Like, is it def is, they're not sure. Is it really, are they really alcoholics or not? Mm. You know, but um, you, when you face yourself at, with, with, with candor, then you know, if your life has become unmanageable or not. And there's a wonderful line. Addiction is giving up everything for one thing. Mm. And recovery is giving up one thing for everything. You get, you get everything else back. You're living a very narrow existence when you have an addiction. It absorbs your whole life. It, 
it drains you of energy. It, it makes your focus so narrow when you can't really experience gratitude for all the physical pleasures, for love. You, you're not really putting meaning into this world. You're not able to be creative. And, 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 and uh, that all these joys come back to you in life. So there's so much to gain from making a tiny crack, like we said, in an addiction, in a bad habit by, by just doing the next right thing, the next thing that brings you joy. I, I, I like to say, identify what brings you more pleasure than eating and bring it into your life. We, we, we can't live with restrictions very long. It, we can, you can go on a diet, you can keep it up for a while, but for lifelong joy, we have to identify what brings us more pleasure. And, and, and going on restrictive diets may be helpful for a while, but in order to keep it up for life, bring on even more pleasure into your life. That's really what works by living a life that's filled with pleasure because every moment that we spend being grateful is a moment that we're not that we're not spending being anxious, being worried, being depressed. It, we can't be grateful and miserable at the same moment. Yes, I agree with you. You speak about diet. In fact, the word diet the etymology of that comes from Greek, which means lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And many of these diets, that's why they don't work. They're just not sustainable. And and it's sad, but you know, it's a lifestyle and you stick with it. It's, it's a way of life. Uh, and you mentioned about eating whole foods. That should be uh, our way of life. We're pretty big on the fruit and vegetables in our household, uh, Branca. And uh, we all have a canister there. Right now I'm thinking it has apples, bananas, avocados, uh, oranges, that sort of thing. Uh, an assortment of different nuts. And to add a little bit of sweetness, you know, we threw in a little bit of raisins. Uh, ah, wonderful. Yeah, so that, that uh, you know, very palatable and it's very, uh, very good for you uh, to, to boot, you know. So, exactly. Yeah. So that's, sometimes, you know, there, there are individuals that do have deep-seated issues maybe because it was a trauma growing up i mean how do you how do you address that it would seem to me an individual like that would need a little bit of um maybe a psychological direction what, what, what would you say to that such an important question i love that you said this because everybody needs to nourish their hungry souls yes. but if a person has been through trauma or neglect significant trauma in their, especially as a child, they need more usually than to only nourish their hungry souls yes. because they've built up layers of protection. Instead of seeking, we naturally want to connect, but instead of that, they've built up protection so that they don't get continuously hurt. They're afraid of being hurt again as they were as a child. As a child is when you build your foundation and your basis for trusting life. Yes. So if, if that trust is not there, a person that's been through that normally needs therapeutic intervention in addition to nourishing their hungry soul. So they need both. In other words, in order to let your soul shine again, your soul 
has remained pure and it's resilient. It's infinitely resilient. No matter what it's been through, it still has that pure light inside. Mm -hmm. But but these all these layers of protection have built up on top of it if a person's been through significant trauma. So they usually need therapeutic intervention to help them. The support, they need support from the outside in order to let all that nourishment seep in and to really be able to shine again with the fuel that all this nurturing gives one. So I'm so happy that you mentioned that. A, a person that has been through that type of suffering needs the therapeutic intervention almost always in, in addition to the to the natural nourishment. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And the follow-up question to that would be, how would uh, someone with food addiction look for? What would you look for in a healthcare provider? You know, t today there are many people that are um, coaches. Um, they've been through this themselves and they're helping people. Or there are therapists that specialize in mm -hmm. eating disordered behavior. That's also very helpful. You. It's great to go to someone that really specifically understands the situation and can help you. Um, sometimes it's not only talk therapy that helps, but other um, modes as well, because um, in order to get to, it could be, could be dance therapy, art therapy, other types of um, therapies that might be the ones that could help the person the most in reaching those parts of you that you may not even be able to speak about but to help free the person so they can enjoy life more again very good i uh, can appreciate that uh, I, i've known some that are obsessed with food but uh, it'd be hard for me to say that they are addicted to food <clears throat> however um it's a matter of rethinking things, rewiring your thinking. It would seem to me, uh, what do they call it, uh, neuroplasticity, I guess would be the, yes. the the science word for that. To rewire, and it can be, and it can be done. Uh, you know, Absolutely. Cr creating a new habit is a rewiring of your, your thinking, and that's what we're talking about. Um, so this is a yes or no question. Is it possible to recover from food addiction, Franca? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yes, many people recover. And I saw statistics about eating disorders. They say like 50% of people um, recover um, to, you know, to um, you could still have the struggles can still come up once in a while, sure. but that's okay. And they 50% recover, let's say, they say 25%, unfortunately, don't make it from things like anorexia. It's really horrible how mm -hmm. it it can destroy a person's body, yes. and um, like twenty five percent get worse. So so there's there's definitely you know a lot of room for uh, to get better. It says that it takes about four hundred repetitions to form new synapses in the brain. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to create a new habit. But if it's done joyfully, in just 10 to 20 repetitions, you can create a new habit. So that's the trick. Do it joyfully. Don't take it too seriously. Add more joy to your life. And the quickest way 
to bring about positive change is through gratitude. Mm -hmm. So the more we just treat ourselves with loving compassion, and especially a person that's been through abuse or neglect, they need a ton of loving compassion brought into their lives. And 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 we could bring it into our own lives. It's it's so empowering when you experience that mindful gratitude of practicing that with an orange, with a raisin. It's an an amazing liberating experience. And and you sit there and you savor the experience. You linger with the joy because that may be something that you really have barely done in your life. And 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 just stay there. Savor the flavor. Stay with it, you know. They say, another thing that's recommended is chewing slowly, which mm-hmm. is a really interesting experience. I didn't do this until recently. When I tried it first, they say don't fill up the next spoonful until you've fully swallowed what's already in your mouth. Don't even prepare it. So when I tried that, it was so boring. I, 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 put, I put it in yes. and I'm sitting there just chewing and doing nothing else. But you know what? In, when in that boringness, all of a sudden you start to, oh my goodness, I taste what's in my mouth. And you realize you're only tasting it for like a few seconds just while it's in your mouth because once it goes down your throat, that's it. It's over with. So you linger with it. You savor the flavor. And what happens is you, you start doing that in other bites of your life as well. Like you start, when you begin to practice it with chewing slowly, you start chewing other things slowly in life and you start enjoying them more, spending time with them mindfully. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. So eventually what you're doing is crowding out those processed foods that are harmful, the salt, the sugar that's, uh, that's addictive, uh, excess fats, in your foods i can appreciate you know you're talking about enjoying what you do uh, I, I related uh, i related it to exercise a person will not stick to his regimen if he doesn't enjoy it exactly so you have to enjoy what you're doing and, and then there is uh, sustainability there and you will continue and exactly. the, the end result is uh, good health, good health exactly is, yeah. there's so many ways to do exercise you, you you can dance, you could do yoga, you can garden, you can walk, you could mm-hmm. run, you could do housework to music, your favorite music. I mean, it's totally endless. Mm-hmm. There's it's an infinite possibility. So choose what you enjoy and and start slowly. There are these amazing videos, free videos online. There's a woman named Adrian, Yoga with Adrian. She has every level for absolute beginners with yoga. And She's just a joy to watch. And if you feel like, you know, just stretching your arms, just rotating your wrists, begin there. It, it, it's, it doesn't matter where you begin. Just enjoy the process. There you go. Very good. Franca, are there uh, free resources out there that someone that, that is struggling with food addiction that maybe needs a little more attention, a little more um, uh, treatment? Uh, are there? I... I would just say, go everywhere online, Google gratitude, do gratitude exercises. And for sure, Google yoga with Adrian. She is a great way because yoga, especially it puts you in touch with your body and you hear the signals more clearly. It's a great way to start. 
um, all of these things. It doesn't have to be specifically mm -hmm. about losing weight or anything like that. It's about enjoying life because you'll find the more that you're letting joy in, you, you, you don't have to finish the whole container of ice cream anymore. You know, you're, you're getting joy in so many other ways and, and, and you have many other options instead of that one easy option that was so available before. Yes. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it's a matter of uh, understanding that you only have one body and one life. Let's enjoy it. Do the best yes. that we can, you know. Health and, is wealth. Health um, is is the greatest wealth. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, and I've always said, uh, Branca, that if you don't have your health, how can you be any good to anybody else? Yes. You know, so you yes. do have to take care of yourself. It's been uh, delightful having you on the show. Uh, mm -hmm. You're a very nice lady. You know that? I can, <laughs> thank I can, you. <laughs> I, can, I can hear it. Yeah, very nice lady. And I and I want to thank you for coming on. And before I, I let you go, how can my audience uh, reach out to you for more information on the topic? Oh, well, my children will love it if you go to the website they created. They, they, they put a lot into this and they really enjoy it. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's the getsbookshop.com. Mm -hmm. And um, you could find everything there. there you <laughs> so go. thank you so much for this opportunity that that you let people come on and just share what could bring more joy into everyone's life. It's 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 you're doing something so valuable. Well, it was absolutely my pleasure. And I want to thank you for coming on your lot and parcel. And I wish you continued good health. Frankly. Thank you. You too. And everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening. The theme music has been provided by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in the podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. We hope you will join us in supporting home and family through your monetary funding. For more information, please visit yourlotandparcel.org.